Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey everybody, welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard, and your host for this episode of the show. We're going locked and loaded today because we are going to be talking about Modern Warfare 3. Actually called Duty 3 Modern Warfare... What's the exact title, Todd? <laughs> yeah, it's called Duty Modern Warfare 3. Okay, alright. I know there's... I'm trying to I think it's the eighth game of the series, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. It was funny. I was watching, um, you know, TV news journalists, um, and, you know, they aren't into video games, so they don't know all the stuff that we know, but they were like, and this is the third game in the series, and, and they were talking, and I'm like, no, actually, it's like the eighth, I think, <laughs> but... Well, keep in mind, originally, they wanted to separate the Modern Warfare lineup. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean... When uh, Modern Warfare 2 was announced uh, at E3, they never even shown the Call of Duty tag on it. It was just Modern Warfare 2. That's right, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you know, they did the right thing associating the games mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, you know, it already did have a following. Although it had some, it had some bumpy roads. But anyway, so this show is about Modern Warfare Three, and uh, it's part of a series of three shows that we're doing on um, what we think are potential Game of the Year games. Uh, last week we did uh, Batman: Arkham City, and uh, that was a fun thing to to learn about uh, the Batman. And uh, this week we're looking at Modern Warfare Three. And uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Skyrim. Oh, God, don't mention it, please. <laughs> so you're like Jordan in our uh, in our cartoons. You've been uh, uh, face down on the dirt trying to uh, to to play some more. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, I mean, I'd write my columns today. I'd, I'd record this. <laughs> It'll be. I got other games I got to play. I mean. <laughs> I want to go back to Skyrim. <laughs> it will be it will be interesting to see how Skyrim fares against Modern Warfare 3 because traditionally, you know, Modern Warfare 3 when there's a Modern Warfare, well when there's a Modern Warfare game, it pretty much sweeps the the new the game game of the year awards. Uh we generally let the fans do all the voting, so we don't have too much control over it and the Modern Warfare games have have been mega popular. So, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how how it goes this year. Yeah, especially I hate to bring Skyrim back up again because I thought that was a game that was going to get pushed back because of Modern Warfare. E- and surprisingly, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it, it's interesting. Like I said, it's going to be. I'm going to be real interested to see how the how the voting goes this year because you know the Oblivion title, uh, not the um, but the uh, the Bethesda titles and also the ones that um, uh, Obsidian does for them. You know, Fallout New mm-hmm. Vegas and stuff. They've done pretty well in the Game of the Year voting too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, admittedly, I wasn't a big New Vegas fan, though. Oh, I did, but I'm I'm kind of a Vegas guy. So. But then again, uh, Obsidian did ruin Alpha Protocol, so that's probably why. Oh, I saw that nasty aftertaste. Oh, yeah, Alpha Protocol. That game could have been so good, and it ended up being kind of lukewarm at best. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like the concept. You know, spy MMO, not MMO, but a spy. Um, you know, a shooter, espionage, sort of a role-playing game. It, it could have been really good. It could have. Yeah. But now, thanks to their screw-up, we'll never see a sequel. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Nope. All right, so Modern Warfare 3. So it came out, and um, it's got, uh, you know, we, we attended out in California the uh, the Call of Duty event. Uh, we sent one of our reporters out there, and, and this, was, this was a big deal. You I mean, Activision... Um, Knew that this was going to be a huge, a huge thing, and it came out, and you know, it's 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 done great. I mean, their new elite service, which is sort of the matching uh, 
uh, service now that they have where you can play online and you get all the map packs and stuff. It's up to, I think, uh, a million paid subscribers, um, and four million people who are, who are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's pretty interesting. But let's talk about, let's talk about the game itself. So Todd, you've played all the Modern Warfare games. I know, I know you're a big fan. Where do you think, um, what's your, what was your first impressions of, uh, of Modern Warfare 3? Well, one thing I liked is, uh, you know how before when you start a new Modern Warfare game, you do the tutorial where you're at like a base camp right. trying to learn the weapons? This one didn't even do that. Yeah, I guess they... It starts you right into battle, which I really liked. Yeah, I guess they figured, you know what, you, you should know how to play this by now. And it ain't like it's complicated. It kind of makes sense because, it's, I mean, it's carrying over right from the events of Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, were, uh, you killed General Shepard. um Nikolai comes and rescues both uh, Price and Soap, saying, um, "Oh, we need to get this guy to help." He's like, "Don't worry, I know, I know someone." And then it just cuts right to that. But then it goes right to this part where you see him actually seeing Soap being carried into the uh, makeshift hospital where he's being hidden. Mm-hmm. And then it goes right to New York where all all hell's literally broken loose. I never thought I'd see a mission where you end up raiding the New York Stock Exchange. It was hilarious, and you know when you complete that mission, at least on the um, on the PC. I don't know if it's the same on the on the Xbox or the PS3, but you get a you get a trophy for completing the mission, and the trophy is called "Too Big to Fail," which I thought was hilarious, yeah. <laughs> based on all the stock market crap that's been going on. Um, yeah, t- really, really. Um, yeah, the missions um, were sufficiently exciting. I think. I mean, I was pretty much into it right right from the get go, weren't you? Same. Yeah. I mean, I was really engrossed when I saw the uh, one mission you shown at E3 where you raid the uh, submarine at New York Harbor. Yeah, that is. I finally, when I finally got to it, it was so entertaining just doing that that chase with all the different battleships and all. <laughs> I'll tell you what it reminded me of. Oh, you know, wait, wait. Can I guess? Is did it remind you of the Pearl Harbor attack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only that stage on Medal of Honor. Yeah, yeah. I remember the pro. It's actually unlike Modern Warfare Three. The rest of it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same old boring stuff. I mean, I I enjoyed all the missions in it. Yeah, there were a good variety of missions. I like how they they put in a ton of variety. Like you know, you're 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 an infantry guy, but somehow you find your way into a tank, and <laughs> you know, and you you do all kinds of different stuff. It was. Yeah. And then there's some of course, that, that the obligatory C-130 mission that every series has. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't mind. I actually enjoy those. I think those are probably my favorite part of the game. Actually, I really like that. I really, I really like. Um, you know, well, I love firing that 105 millimeter cannon. Dad, oh, yeah. <laughs> they were always like, switch to the um, switch to the little chain gun and stuff. It's a 25 millimeter. Uh, no, I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'm just gonna keep lobbing these. Uh, I mean, I will change when I have to reload. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. I was lobbing 105 shells down onto helicopters. <laughs> oh, same here. And and you know, 105 millimeter will ruin a Russian helicopter's day. <laughs> oh, <easily. laughs> so you just gotta have a damn good aim. Yeah, that was that was. That, I like those missions. I like those missions. Yeah, I mean, it, even the Modern Warfare ripoff last year called Medal of Honor did that. Oh, really? Yeah, they well, they tried to rip everything off of uh, Modern Warfare Three and, and failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Now, um, one of the um, one of the things that is on in all the modern warfare games, and you've you've uh, written about this very eloquently in your columns, is that there's always a like an oh crap moment where you're just like you're kind of stunned. And in the in the first um, modern warfare, it was probably the fact that a nuclear bomb goes off. <laughs> 
uh, I mean, that was pretty unexpected, you know, because you thought here you thought that, um, oh, you know, you're hearing that the teams are trying to defuse it and stuff. And you're like, OK, you know, it's going to be the standard TV show where you get there at the last second and pull the red wire or something, you know, and no, the nuclear bomb goes off. Not always. I've seen movies where the bomb actually went off. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't seen too yeah. many. There was a there was a TV series back in 1983 called Special Bulletin. OK, which, which uh, talked about the uh, way how news handles uh, these type of broadcasts. Mm-hmm. It basically was a group of domestic terrorists that hijacked a tugboat with some um, with a nuclear device on it that was designed by one of the terrorists. Hmm. And their demands were to, to the uh, to the government was that we want all the nuclear launch codes uh, brought to us. Oh. They were basically trying to be anti-nuclear. Uh. A, a SWAT a Delta Force team raised the boat. Kills everyone on the or kills all the terrorists, and they try to defuse the bomb, but it goes off. Oh wow! And they show the aftermath of what, of what, what was done. Huh? I I didn't know that. Well, that, that was definitely for me. That was the oh crap moment. And then yeah. and then in um in two, obviously it's going to be the what the no Russian right? Mm-hmm. That makes me wish Kelly was on here right now. <laughs> well, now, what, what was what do you think it was about the No Russian? Do you think it was the fact that you actually had the opportunity to murder civilians? Yeah, it was taking the perspective of, of, of being one of the terrorists, and um, yeah, certain groups were not really happy about that and um, threw a fit about it. The Russian government denounced it. Of course, it was all over the news, trying to sensationalize games again. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I hadn't. I had no problem with it, and you know Kelly, and she loved it. Yeah, it was neat, and it was interesting watching um, different types of people play that. Um, I remember I was watching Greg Crow play, play that mission, and Greg Crow is uh, our features editor, and he's a real pacifist. So I'm like, I want to see what happens when he gets to that mission, you know? Because I know Kelly was going around like, oh look, there's somebody who's wounded. <laughs> Make sure he's dead. And um, but Greg was like, you know, he would he would shoot like into the air, and he would like blow up a telephone booth and stuff but he oh, yeah. it wasn't actually he was just trying to make it look good for the terror his terrorist friends you know it, it didn't matter because Makarov's gonna off you in the end anyway I, yeah but you didn't know that at the time <laughs> so but um but there was another oh crap moment in that game and that was when and this i think is maybe getting a little bit overdone with the series and that is um but it but it was new with modern warfare 2 and that's with getting the main characters killed yeah uh, I mean, you get your whole team wiped out pretty much. Well, you did in the first one, yeah. The second one, um, the second one, of course, the uh, the one guy who worked with Hunter Makarov got killed, mm-hmm. and then the two guys, and uh, later on, got killed by General Shepard, right? Because he's about ready to get on the helicopter, and he shoots you and takes the uh, hard drive from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. And, and then in in uh, and now and then moving to three, that happened. Fairly often, I mean, there was mm-hmm. like, oh, here's a new character, and you're, you're, you know, security for the Russian president, and oh, you're going to be killed by Makarov at the end of the level. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. That, that's, that's like, eh, that's been done before. <laughs> yeah, of course, Soap was in the first and second game. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. You kind of get a clue at the beginning when you're being dragged in. It's like Soap's going to die like every other scene. <laughs> it was Gears of War three all over again with Dom. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, he does die in that one mission, and Captain Price just goes on a rampage. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah, he, he got killed a bunch. Um, uh, yeah, it was interesting, but the I I don't know. So what are the oh, crap moments in, in Modern Warfare 3? I know the one that got everybody upset um, this time, it, which I didn't think was nearly as um, 
terrible as No Russian was the uh, the chemical attacks in England. Uh, I agree with you on that one. I mean, at first I looked at it and I thought, holy crap, this is going to be awesome. But, I mean, after playing it myself, it was, it was almost just like a cutscene. Yeah, it was a cutscene. They, they made it interactive because they, they, they put you into the eyes of a tourist who was yeah. filming his family walking down. But, but for me, I was just like, who are these morons? They're walking down the street. There's there's cop cars blazing by them at 80 miles an hour. You know, there's yeah, you see a delivery truck and you actually see somebody masked running out of it. Uh, well, I mean, it all, yeah. all the little girl cares about is, oh, look at all the birds. But there's there's gunfire off in the distance, and they're like, I hear I hear the gunfire in that video. I thought I heard it back um back in the distance. Um, but I have to check again, but I don't recall any gunfire. But you see the one masked guy getting out of the truck. I mean, you I mean it's just a little glimpse of him because the uh, front of the delivery truck is somewhat obscured. Right, I saw him. He had a mask on. Still, yeah. You still see him running off, and of course, you with a camcorder, you're not really going to notice that at first. You're going to be too busy watching your kid dancing around with the little birdies. <laughs> um, and of course, the mother had her back turns like, that's your daughter for you, and then all of a sudden you see the black truck come out and blow everything to hell. Yeah, and then that that green chemical ooze. Yeah, it's, whatever, whatever it was that they made. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even think they even mentioned what type of chemical weapon it was. Well, there's no chemical weapon that has a giant green cloud. I mean, it, use its odorless and taste. Yeah, you wouldn't even know it was there. Yeah, that was the thing. It, you you don't want to make it. Oh, we're gonna make it green so that people can see where it is and stay out of it. <laughs> yeah. As I said, I think it's. I think they're trying to Michael Bay the series. Just like make it like totally unbelievable, but action packed. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I talk. Modern Warfare has always been a summer blockbuster series. Yeah, well, I talked to uh, I talked to Shella about that particular mission because it was interesting. The Russians protested the no the no Russian mission, and now the British are protesting the, uh, the mission with the chemical attacks. But Shella explained it to me that they had a back on a few months ago. Um, they had a bus attack where um, some guys like blew up a bus and and were trying to blow up a subway and stuff like that. And she said it was just. Um, I know what she's talking about now. Yeah, it, because there was a shootout down in the London subway system. Yeah, it's it's like they call it like their seven 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 something or whatever. You know, the it's the day and the month that it happened or whatever. And it happened pretty recently. So that she her point was that it was too recent. It would be as if she said it would be kind of be the equivalent of if there was a game about nine eleven. You know. Well, uh, technically, Metal Gear Solid 2 did that as well, because they had to add the New York skyline to take out the Twin Towers. Yeah, but there wasn't, yeah, but there wasn't a mission where, uh, uh, you know, airplanes were flying into the uh, into the buildings or whatever. No, they just had uh, Arsenal gear crashing into Federal Hall. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Well, so that was the that was kind of that was kind of the the the, the protesting and stuff this time. Um, but then you said there was another oh crap mish- moment for you. That- it was less of an oh crap moment, more like a more like a big fat f you to everyone who was responsible for all the attacks. Mm-hmm. And again, this is going to be a major spoiler alert for those who are listening. So if you don't want to know what happens at the end, turn turn this off right now. Right. I'll give you five seconds. <laughs> oh, now I have to fill five seconds of dead air. I should I should turn my head. Actually, I just gave you the five seconds because I didn't even say anything. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Well, at the end, uh, the final mission, Captain Price has his own little matter of no Russian. Oh. He raid he attacks a hotel where Makarov is hiding, wearing full bomb blast armor and carrying a heavy assault rifle, kind of like what uh what um. Private Allen were used when he was working with uh, Makarov. Oh, okay. It goes in there just basically on a tear to to find where Makarov is and kill him. Oh. 
Makarov's death is kind of gruesome too. Well, I hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, I you know that's uh, that's a spoiler for me, but I've been. But Makarov is such a little weasel. I mean, he's killed like what three four of the main characters that you've been a couple of them that you've been playing <laughs> and yep. and he always just gets away scot-free and i'm like you know yeah. you know i i don't know a lot of people are disappointed with the ending but i i admit it kind of fit mm-hmm. i mean i mean it, it, it was abrupt it was more it was almost halo 2 style with, with the way it just ended without warning mm-hmm but when you look at it, it all makes sense. Now, did they set did they set it up for a sequel, or does this pretty much end this particular story? It appears to be just the end of the Modern Warfare trilogy. <laughs> They'll probably do like a probably like side stories or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean it pretty much ended the whole trilogy. I wonder where they're. I mean, obviously they're being successful. Um, I wonder. Yeah, because they've already announced the new Call of Duty for 2012. I'm guessing Treyarch's going to work on it. I wonder if they'll base it on Desert Storm or something. Yeah, I, I'm wondering they'll have to go somewhere. I mean, they have to make a new game. You don't make millions and millions and millions of dollars and not and go. You know what? That was fun, but we're not going to do that again. Certainly not in the game industry. You don't. <laughs> yeah, especially when you got competed in other games like Battlefield because. Apparently the Battlefield fans are going off on uh, certain sites. Yeah, I mean there is a sort of there is a sort of Battlefield versus Modern Warfare thing, and uh, you know I've I've looked at um, both games, and to me it kind of seems like the the Battlefield series is a bit more realistic. I mean it just depends on your taste. I mean do you want sort of the movie version of combat or do you want like the the real version of combat? You know? Yeah, and I admit I've never been a Battlefield fan. Well, I, I mean it goes way back to 1942, and I did not care for that game at all. Yeah, I mean, I don't like the whole capture the flag type of gameplay and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but it is popular, and, and I'm not certainly not putting a flag down one one side or the other. Um, when I used to go to, I admit I will. <laughs> well, when I used to go to land parties and stuff, I used to like to play those more realistic type of games. And and yes, you would get shot, and you were dead, and that was the end of it, you know. But you know, when you're in a room with a bunch of guys and you're competing, that's kind of a way that you can sort of even the odds and. and and make it so you, there's going to be a clear winner because there's going to be one guy standing at the end of the yeah. thing, you know. So, but um, but anyway, the uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Um, I, I think I guess it's worth mentioning a little bit of the history of the of the Call of Duty series because it, everybody who doesn't have a very long memory, like we were saying, you know, we know that it's like the eighth game in the series, and, and most people think it's the third game in the series. And yeah, that doesn't even include all the spinoffs that were made. Oh yeah, the um, the, like like big red. One and uh, finest hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of the spinoffs weren't bad, but the um, but the uh, the series was was dying on the vine, wasn't it? I mean, they they had some 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 low selling, just not very good games that came out in this series. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember I didn't like Call of Duty Three, and that's what originally started my prejudice against Treyarch because they developed it. And it wasn't not as good as I thought it was going to be, but I didn't realize at the time they had such a very short time frame to work on it. They had so much, they had a lot of in, ambition, but they just weren't able to complete it. And, and they ripped off a ton of movies in that one. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and that's why when I when I saw World at War, I was I was very negative about that at first. But in the end, it was surprisingly good. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of. I mean, I liked how they changed it, so it's now in the Pacific theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you still have the Germans when, when you play as the Russian side, but the storyline for that as well was was good. I mean, Gary Oldman as Reznov did such a great job. I mean, 
end up being there always with you, with your character right to the last moment when your character dies and puts the flag of um, the Soviet Union on top of Berlin. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was yeah. neat. I, and you get the, you get that trophy raising the flag over the yeah. over the Reichstag. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Neat. In fact, I I ended up writing a formal apology to Treyarch as a result. Right. I remember. Yeah. And I I admit I was wrong. I admit, I mean, they did a great job with, with World War. They did an amazing job with Black Ops. I love the story from that. But, but that said, they were pulled off of the Call of Duty series, right? And it was given to another developer for, for Modern Warfare. It, Treyarch only did the uh, alternate series. Modern Warfare was always done by Infinity Ward. Right, okay. And two two of their members uh, were fired by Activision, apparently something from, um, regarding... Um, Unpaid uh, royalties for their work. Oh yeah, they had that. And several other members of um, Infinity War left as a result. Mm-hmm. So they, Infinity War was left on with teamed up with Sledgehammer Games, and they also had work from Raven Software, who's been known for some well-known first-person shooters. Right. So they they worked on um, Modern Warfare Three to finish it up. Yeah, Sledgehammer kind of came out of nowhere. Did they work on anything previous that we would? I- don't recall because uh, I looked when I was when I was uh, looking at it. I was looking at I was looking for them in the archive, and I couldn't find any games that were made by them. So I mean, they might be new or something. Yeah, they pretty much their pretty much title first title was Modern Warfare Three, right? Because they um, they originally worked with Visceral Games, which did Dead Space. Oh, okay. And then moved on to work on Modern Warfare Three. Okay. Yeah, well, interesting. Now the um, so one of the big things with Modern Warfare 3, and you know, I didn't know if this was going to fly, and I'm actually as I'm pretty surprised that it's doing as well as it is, especially in this economy. And that's the Elite Service. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and so Todd, you got a chance to look at the Elite Service. Tell us what is the Elite Service, and what is the appeal of the Elite Service? Because I mean, you know, they've got a million paid users on it. It's a premium service, right? You pay extra for it. Right. So it basically allows you to keep stats of your. Um of your per- of your personal career, about all based on mission or based on your your matches, they track each match for you separately. Your entire career, uh, track leaderboards, performance, be able to make your own make your own teams, clans, um, be able to trade information with them. Uh, also, just I'm checking the, I'm checking Elite right now because I admit I did not really get a chance to experience Elite when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had some problems. Elite had some major server issues. Mm-hmm. It got to the point where eventually they had to um, they had to um, extend all f- members who subscribed to Elite for one free month. Oh, really? Even extending the the time to become what they call founder stats for all those who got on right away, like myself. Mm-hmm. So they have special programs of how to or special programs that are on. Check them. It's like they got something with listening videos. Well, they event events that you can actually join in. Oh, like tournament type things. Yep. Oh, okay. Something called Lone Wolf Ops. Uh, not real familiar with that because it just says navigate the program guide. Well, you can. Um, you also are supposed to get all the maps for free, right? When when because you're part of the elite service. Yeah, it's probably gonna be one of the season pass modes that comes out. Mm-hmm. It, it actually shows diagrams of the map, so you can probably uh, plan your um, oh. plan your missions. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. I guess, and I'm sure I need them because when I got on to try out online, because for me to really experience Elite, I had to do one online game. Mm-hmm. And this is one thing I hope Infinity Ward fixes. They need to um, 
allow a matchmaking system for those that are on low levels like myself, because I was on there with players that were already at level 80. Oh, my God. And they were really good, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they should they should have it where it's like, you know, there should be a place for, like, levels 1 to 10, and then if you're level 80, you can't get into the level 1 to 10 servers, you know? Right, I know Halo did that, and I commend them for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they need to fix that on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Well, um, so interesting. So, so for somebody, um, you know, I was I was surprised that so many people just play Modern Warfare Three, just play the um, just play the mo- the multiplayer. Um, Billy White, who uh, got a copy of the game, um, he was he's had the game for a few weeks, and I asked him, you know, hey, have you got to the oh crap moment? And he's like, oh, I haven't even played single player. He just goes in and does the multiplayer stuff, and there's a lot of people that are like that. And then there are those like ourselves that were. Uh they're more towards the storyline mode. Yeah, I'm almost the... Uh, one of the biggest criticisms, everybody's like, oh, it's only going to be about five hours long. Mm. No, it's not. It took me like ten hours to finish. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm 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 more on the storyline camp, too. I pl- I'll play the single-player game, and then when I finish the single-player game, I will probably not play anymore. <laughs> but that's just the way that I do it. I- yeah, I'll go back and play it on Veteran. Mm-hmm. Or hardened or veteran work oh, oh, I mean, well, my hat's off to you, Todd, because I, it's just really hard for me. I mean, I'm just playing on the standard mode, not the casual mode, but the, you know, the You're playing regular. The regular, right. And, I mean, there are some missions, like, uh, you're trying to follow those tanks in Berlin, and they're like, stay behind the tank and keep your head down. And I'm just like, I'm getting shot from freaking everywhere, and you can't see the guys, you know, and, and it's just, it was really hard, and I that was a very frustrating level for me, so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it will madden you at times. There's times when the first and second one did that to me. I mean, I mostly just try to get a rifle with the scope and uh, and try to st- to try to hang back. And because one of the sort of ridiculous things about the game is that um, your partner, you know, the main character guys like Soap or or um, uh, Price. or Price, yeah, they, they can they can get hit a thousand times and not die. So you if you you can use them as a bit of a sledgehammer or a bit of a bulldozer. You you have them run forward and take all the shots for you, and then yeah. you know they're not going to die. So then you can kind of stand back and take out the enemies. Um, you know, so I, I I admit I use them as a meat shield more than once. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they get in your way too. Sometimes they're like, get cover, and then they go grab the only good cover point in the whole freaking room. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I'm like, no, get cover. You, where you just took it. You're invincible. Go stand in the middle of the floor. <laughs> so, but yeah, I had a I had a really good time with the game, and um, I'm I'm glad to hear that the storyline ends too, because you know, yeah, I. I I mean, I hate when it kept going on and on. Like, there's like you think it's over, and then they add something at the end. You know, it didn't happen this time. And, and and you know, at the at the Call of Duty event, um, there were a lot of the real special forces guys, and it was the whole thing about was was about, hey, this game really shows how cool and tough the special forces are. But really, it kind of makes the special forces guys look like chumps because they fail every single mission they go on in the game. I mean, your helicopter gets shot down, or your whole team gets blown up when they try to go into a closet or something. I mean, it's like, you know, everybody keeps getting killed. I mean, I guess maybe that shows the realism of war, but it certainly doesn't make them seem super like supermen like they're normally depicted as. Um, so I don't know. I, that that kind of bothered me. I just kept getting more and more pissed off at Makarov. So I could I could definitely see how the um how the uh how the final 
same mission where you actually go in and get to kill him would be fairly satisfying. So I can't wait. <laughs> it was, and um, let's just say as he has a pretty interesting death. Oh, good. Well, I hope so. He definitely deserves it. He definitely deserves it. Um, so yeah. So I guess um, Todd, if you were gonna if you were gonna rank based on the single player campaigns, one you know one, two, and three, what what, what do you how do you think? Because you know obviously they're gonna do that. They do it with Star Wars and everything else. You know, so, uh, so, so it'll probably. It'll probably be above the ending of two, but below the first game. So you think the best one was the first one? Yeah. And then and then two was sort of the sort of the weakest, and then this one's sort of in the middle somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's all it usually is when you guys storyline it begins with one game that has a pretty thorough ending, and then they decide to make a trilogy by making number two lead into three. <laughs> Well, just that's that's how it's always happened. I mean, Halo, Gears of War, and now this. Well, well, I mean, ending notwithstanding, what about you know the different missions and the gameplay and the storyline and stuff? What would you say would be the best? Because I kind of like to. I mean, there were some neat missions in two with the burger joint and stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard to (laughs) say really. Two did have some amazing missions. Nate's Bar and Grill. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, I mean, I love two because obviously they ripped off Red Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty neat, and I liked um, I liked uh, some of the special gear you got in too. You didn't really get a whole lot of special gear in three. Uh, they still got the Predator missile. Use that. Yeah, well, like but. once or twice. Um, but in 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 two, you were using it really to defend that that rooftop, and then you also had those um, those drones that were like out of aliens, you know, where you you um. The machine gun that has the oh, yeah. motion sensor on the front of it. I don't even know if those are real or not. I don't know if we actually have those. I mean, it wouldn't be that, that it wouldn't be that difficult to make, but I would assume in real life you'd get a lot of friendly fire. <laughs> yeah. Private Snuffy Smith is coming back to the barracks drunk and the machine gun chews him up, you know. <laughs> so I doubt they deploy those too often, um, if they do exist. Alright, so anyway, Todd, um so this is about uh, Modern Warfare three. What do you what are your predictions? Do you think that um do you think that it's got a shot for uh for game of the year again? It's gonna get some nominations. Uh. However, uh, I, as far as game of the year, I don't think it's going to get it. Really? This will be I, this will be the first time, if, if that's true, that a Modern Warfare game came out and didn't get me game of the year. Well, because we got so much good stuff coming out. I mean, one title in particular we're going to talk about has been might end up being a potential game of the year. Yeah, there, there certainly is a lot more content in the in Skyrim than there is in Modern Shooter wise. I mean, I'd like to see it win. Mm-hmm. I know the Battlefield fanboys are probably going to say otherwise, but. I mean, they're already attacking like the Metacritic user scores. Yeah, I know, I know. I, but I don't, as usual, I don't listen to user scores and not even read the um, main sites. You know, I I do go for independent reviewers. Yeah, those guys are those guys who like both series are really adamant about it. I mean, they go onto Amazon and they they rank, they give like Battlefield Three a zero, you know, just just so. It'll it'll slant the score, and they do the same for Modern Warfare. You know, the, on the opposite side. So, yeah, that's why I say don't trust user scores. Well, with something like that that's controversial, yeah, probably not. Um, if you're trying to buy an HD TV or something, it's probably a safe bet to look at the user scores. <laughs> but all right, well, so um, I guess I I don't really have a final. Well, that was sort of my final question for you, Todd. If you thought if you had thought I had a chance, so you heard it here first. Todd's prediction is that Modern Warfare Three will actually not. Take Take the game of the year overall this year. Oh. Okay, well, I think I think it's definitely got some probably best shooter, yeah, but right, right. 
but not game of the year. Okay. Well, we'll we'll have to see what that well how that how that plays out. Um, let us know what you guys think. Um, our email address is ginlounge at gameindustry.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gameindustry, and our Twitter feed is ginlounge. So follow us. We we post uh, new stuff on the Twitter feed every day, news and reviews and all kinds of fun stuff. So join us there. And of course, you can always find us at gameindustry.com. We're here all the time, aren't we, Todd? Yes, we are. <laughs> all right. Well, we will uh, see you all next week right here at uh, the Gin Lounge. And uh, until then, uh, keep your head down and, you know, don't trust that Makarov guy. He's a bad, bad egg. <laughs> all right. See you later, guys. 